In Your Money Today, Carolyn Wright is going to take a look at planning for major purchases. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. And just before we get into our conversation, listeners, you, you can't see this, but Eleanor, my guest, she's so excited. She's so excited. She's booging along to our jingles before we do the intro. Good morning, Eleanor. Good morning. Well, it's quite, uh, you know, it's early morning, but I've uh, had a lot of sugar, so let's go for it. <laughs> fabulous, fabulous. Okay, so let's get into this uh, major purchasing thing. Obviously, it's the time of year many of us are splashing out on gifts. We've just had all the bargains in the US for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and plenty of those sales were here as well. And of course, Christmas is just around the corner, and presents are not cheap. We all need to plan ahead. So, what types of big expenses would you suggest people need to consider doing a bit more planning about? Well, I did a bit of an experiment on the ferry this morning. I had a look about what the emails I'd had over the night were. I had three from Amazon.com, two from Amazon.co.uk, one from On The List, one from iHerb, three from Hong Kong TV Mall, one from a car insurer from six months ago and one from a pretty rubbish farm I went to in March in the UK <laughs> saying I could get fiver off if I wanted to go and stroke a uh, fairly manky rabbit again. Oh, lovely. So... At the moment, the whole of November is basically buy stuff, buy stuff, buy stuff. It adds to the mum guilt, it adds to the parent guilt, it adds to all of that. I'm, well, as a mum who works, I'm basically bombarded every day with if you do not buy your children all this crap, you are a bad mother. Yeah, it's and not it's easy. <laughs> and at this time of year, we have the joy of our tax bills all arriving. So we know that the <laughs> second Christmas is over, January is going to hit us. Um, I very sensibly had a child the week before Christmas and another one the week after. So oh, I well decided to, to absolutely <laughs> consolidate all my expenses into one horrific month. And um, then once we get into December... I don't know about you, but every single night for the next month, there seems to be three or four events because this is our first proper Christmas without masks, without COVID restrictions. And so every five minutes, a charity or an organisation has invited me to something where I have to put money in or do something or, you know, at least wear something slightly less, slightly sparkly and slightly less like I've been found in a hedge. So there's a lot of pressure on Christmas, and then, but there's also a lot of pressure on us all the rest of the year. So... There are things that are scary. I looked at uh, some stats this morning and according to CNBC, there's a group called Wallet Hub that said that they looked at all of the Black Friday deals this year on Amazon and 98% of them had been cheaper earlier in the year. I've heard so with that's, inflation, so that's quite bad, yeah. Yeah, so with inflation, you've got the prices that are going up and up and up and up and up. And then someone says, OK, well, there's 20% off now. But if it was 30% cheaper in January, you're not really feeling like you're saving a huge amount of money. What I tend to do is I tend to put things in my Amazon bag and then think about them and think about them and think about them and then panic buy them and we all over in hong kong you know get to that stage where you spent 47 us dollars on the thing and you think well i only need to spend two more dollars to get free shipping and then you end up spending 300 more because that's how amazon works so there are massive expenses coming up and tax bills and all of those things and i don't know about you guys but i don't think i've had more than an hour during the day without someone calling me, mainly in Cantonese, to ask if I want a tax loan. And it's so tempting at this time of year. 
Yeah. So, so let's talk about prioritising, because obviously I would suggest that, you know, paying your tax is a pretty high priority. Yes. So I you would need say that cash ready to go. So, yeah, I would say very much. <laughs> I would say, um, so I looked at the, what the, 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 um, the, the most popular toy on Amazon was for this year. And it, it's basically what would happen if a Furby and a Tamagotchi got together and produced something that, that's, that's basically the stuff of nightmares. Sounds I mean, terrifying, quite yeah, frankly. Yeah, absolutely awful. So... Look, we've got big expenses throughout life. We need health insurance. We need life insurance. We need to retire. When you retire at some point, you're going to stop earning and still keep spending. So we know that we need to be doing that. So we're saving for massive expenses throughout our lives. And when you're younger, it's very hard to to pay for those big expenses, especially if your family don't live in Hong Kong. And so at this point, you're looking at flights which are astronomical this year to go back to Europe, to go back to the States, go back to the Philippines, go back to any of those home countries so you can actually spend Christmas with your family. So understanding that those expenses are coming is, is always a good thing. Having a slush fund that's in your bank account so that if these expenses expenses come so if something god forbid were to happen to my mum and i needed to be in the uk tomorrow the confidence i have by knowing that i have that money in my account means that i know that if something were to happen i would be able to be there i don't because she's coming here on thursday which is awesome but uh so so but that gives me the confidence that if something happens like a big tax bill and like a a sudden expense that that gives me the confidence for that and should people similarly for for even just those presents for you know your kids that are all having birthdays and Christmas within three weeks of each other as it as it sounds is, is it is it sensible also to be budgeting for that and actually thinking about it over the course of the year and maybe putting just a little bit aside each week and then when the time comes that fund's ready to go. Absolutely. And so what I, I do and what my mum does as well, so I've definitely got it from her, is she squirrels away things all year round. So when something's on special offer, usually in uh, supermarkets in the UK, but when something's on special offer that I know my kids will like, I do try to get it and I do try to hide it, which doesn't always work that well. Um, I, <laughs> considering they're not yet four and not yet two, they can find stuff quite well in my house. Remarkable skills. Yeah, so the disadvantage <laughs> of living in a small flat. But um, so basically, Basically, buying things in advance or putting money aside and saying, this is the money that I'm going to have for Christmas. This is the money that you can put in a separate account. Uh, you can put it in a time deposit so that you can't touch it. Putting it in, in somewhere where you know that that is the money for Christmas. So when it does come to those big expenses, you're not absolutely putting yourself through hell thinking whatever I'm doing to try and keep up with everyone else is less sequence and sparkle and wonderland and joy. And it's more, oh my goodness, Will I be able to afford to eat in January? And will I spend the first half of next year making up for what is essentially quite a, a short festive season that maybe kids don't necessarily need every toy in the world? Now, how about managing your debts? You know, I think a lot of us would be tempted, like you say, for the, the, the tax bill to take out a loan or, you know, putting these big purchases on a credit card. Now that can work to your advantage and sometimes you can get quite decent rewards for doing purchases like that but you have to bear in mind you need to pay those debts off. So so what should we be doing about prioritising and managing debts compared to making these purchases? Frankly I mean this is the hardest and most horrible thing because we all think we're less in debt than we are and once you actually start going through your credit cards you realise how much crap you buy that you don't actually need. Suddenly you go right well I've been to Starbucks far more times than I think. My husband went 
went through his and he's gone to Shake Shack far more times than he thinks he's been in a month, in a week. Um, we look at those things and that is reality. It's scary. Um, you need to write down all your debts. You need to go through them and say, these are the things that I bought that I didn't necessarily need to. But also you need to look at where your debts are. If you've got a credit card that's got 20, 30, 40% interest versus a tax loan that might be 5% interest, paying off the credit card is far more important. However, you did mention that you can get all kinds of prizes and all those things. So tax loans are the same thing. So tax loans, basically, you're taking a loan out and whatever bank calls you or whatever organisation calls you, they say, oh, yeah, and we'll give you park and shop vouchers or you can get air miles. Are you actually going to save money? And does a $500 park and shop voucher justify getting 200 grand in debt to pay for Christmas? Probably not. I mean, you won't even buy a turkey. So there's a lot of things where you can get in debt very quickly. And in Hong Kong, it's incredibly easy to get in debt. Every phone call you get is someone offering you money and and trying to, to be in a position where they're asking you to um, very quickly over the phone agree to borrow huge sums of money. And, and that's it. I think the peer pressure is one of the, the biggest problems here. Now, unfortunately, Eleanor, we've had so much t fun talking. We have pretty much run out of time know, it already. Happens, it? it really does. But I think <laughs> uh, my takeaways are that you should be budgeting in advance and making sure you don't hide away from anything, any obligations that you have, particularly your debts. Absolutely. And also, I mean, it's, it's meant to be the most wonderful time of the year, but sometimes the best thing you do is spend time together. My husband and I have a sort of moratorium on presents that we buy one thing because we have enough stuff. We don't need additional stuff. But what we do is we have a date and we have a date where the kids aren't there and my mum comes over and babysits and we sit there and we talk about our year and how it all has oh. gone. Well, that sounds like a lovely thing to do. Nice yeah. way to finish today's <laughs> chat. Thank you so much, Eleanor Coleman, who is principal partner and founder of the Financial Empowerment Group at St. James Place. Thank you so much for having me.